Give me one reason to stay here And I'll turn it back around Give me one reason to stay here And I'll turn it back around You gonna talk a little Let them know what you're made of If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe I'd been married a long time ago Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe so I just learned from um, from a post on r slash the pack that Cotton Eye Joe is about an STD. Really? Yeah. Uh, Cotton Eye Joe refers to uh, them sticking a cotton swab in your urethra. Is that true? Yeah. You. <laughs> you ever had that done to you? Uh, no, I know that you have. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I have one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks. No, I got tested. I got tested. Like, there was. You ever, you ever have if, it's always one of those after moments in your life the... when you were just like, you know what? I think I should just run the run me through the ringer, doc. Just, yeah. Just take some blood. Give it to me straight, doc. Yeah. Just tell me, tell me what you got going on. Are right, you ready? Yeah. Is this thing is this thing on? Mm-hmm. Ding ding. Is this thing on? All right. Welcome to Diz News Dat News with your hosts, Tim Q Turkey and Giblets 2600. I'm Giblets 2600. And I am Timothy Q Turkey. Uh, welcome to Disney Plus and Cousins' very special Thanksgiving edition of... Get ready for us to have some informative gravy poured down your ears. <laughs> we are going to stuff you full of news. Uh, all the Diz news that's fit to fucking print, and a little bit that's not. Tonight, Tim... You just took a big old Bob Crappick upstairs. I, I, <laughs> I sure did. That's a Christmas joke. We're not ready for those yet. I guess we can be, because uh, Thanksgiving is almost it was, over. It was a Bob Chappick joke, not a Bob Cratchit joke. Oh, that was a news joke. Yeah. Whoosh. R slash whoosh. That one went right over my big head. Um, uh, that's the joke, buddy. That's the joke. So let's dig right down into it. I don't want to talk about the big story of the week until we get to the very end, but I do have some breaking news that I wanted to share with you. As I'm sure you're already aware, the very spooky, very scary uh, Winnie the Pooh horror movie is set to drop in 2023 uh but this directed by rob zombie no no rob zombie's not gonna have anything to do with it uh the director's name the producer's name is something like jeffrey scott um this is real this is real the you you you've you've heard of you've heard about the winnie the pooh horror movie yeah Mm -mm. you didn't know this was happening no okay so this is news to you uh check this out uh i'll uh I'll go ahead and throw a picture of this on the Instagram right now while we're talking, because <laughs> uh, we can do that. Like that's a thing I can actually do now. Uh, so let's see here. Da, 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 da. You haven't seen this yet. Uh, Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey. Is this licensed? So that's the beautiful thing is. We are entering uh, 
the just now we are entering the world of public domain for so many of the Disney characters. But that, they can renew them. That they right? held on to. So I, you know, I don't want to sound like an asshole. Like it's not like Mickey like Mouse I, can enter public in, domain. Is, I mean. So Mickey, Mickey, I think we've got, uh, through some fucking loophole, they've literally figured out with Congress, they get to hold on to Mickey Mouse for another, like, somewhere between 20 and 50 years. I'm talking out of my asshole. I know that at some point they did something with Congress to hold on to Mickey Mouse for longer because he would also already be public domain at this point or sometime soon. How, well, um, but I do not, I don't at this moment. Do patents the lapse and become public domain? Eventually. Is at, it, what's the difference between a patent and an IP? Um, I don't know. Not a fucking lawyer. And I, IP is in a... IP is just intellectual property, which is really hard to define, because um, it, you it you can't really claim the rights on an idea unless you have the ability to prove in a court of law that this is a very original idea that wouldn't just be thought up by the collective conscious. Um, which is tougher and tougher to do. So when you create your own characters. Um, you it it you have to like create logos and specific names and um like this is the way they move this is the way they talk this is the you have to have all of these things in writing that says this is i didn't just have the idea for a silly old bear i had the idea for a silly old bear he wears a red shirt he doesn't have any pants boy loves honey he gets molested by a tiny pig um or what if anything, happened. Piglet's the one who's getting molested. Yeah, I think yeah, Piglet, um, Piglet probably had a time. But anyway, you a. didn't a. know... Milne, a. a. Milne sold the rights for Winnie the Pooh to Disney. Well, that lapsed, buddy. Winnie the Pooh is... is we could... We, you and I, if we wanted to make is a Winnie the Pooh movie... Is that how South Park is... So now, now you're getting into parody law. All of these things are things that we should know, especially considering the world that our content lives in. Um, but no. What matters is, for the sake of this story, uh, Winnie the Pooh is public domain. So every and as soon so as little Winnie disclaimer that South Park puts up at the very beginning of every show, like, uh, uh, exonerates them from any kind of legal ramifications i mean they've never i don't think they've ever say, been successfully sued i wouldn't say any kind of legal ramifications but a lot and if i'm not mistaken it was their lawyers and comedy central that were like this has to go here and they were the ones that added the word poorly yeah for funsies uh -huh. they said here you have to put this they added the word poorly because it's funny but yeah well the biggest they ever lawyered up and i I can cut this out. The biggest they ever lawyered up was when they dropped their Scientology episode, and they knew they were gonna, their asses were gonna get come after. Yeah. So they did everything right to the edge of what they could legally do. Yeah. Just to like fucking spray that hornet's nest with fucking napalm. Yeah. It was pretty fucking rad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so tell me about blood and honey. Uh, so aside from the shitty ass. Um, Revolver drink that people used to think was good. That's, I don't think anybody thinks it's good anymore. Quit putting coriander in beer. How about that? Yeah. What? Remember that? Remember those commercials that were like new man law, no fruit and drinks. With yeah. Like Burt Reynolds and like Triple H and shit. Yeah. Those are dumb. 
How about this? New man law. Ask for consent. New man law. You're dead, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New man law. It's okay to cry, bud. New man law. It's okay to die. Yeah. Uh... So I, I, the news wasn't supposed to be blood and honey at this point. I thought that was common knowledge. It went a little bit viral. I follow the producer. He pissed off the direct. Like he, he went live on Insta the other day, and I happened to be on Insta. And this dude is like doing an Insta live from what is clearly a shoot that's about to happen. Like characters are walking around. They're putting on fake blood. And he's just like, welcome, welcome to the set, everybody. Here's Blood and Honey looking great. And the director's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, stop it. Turn your phone off. We're making a movie. Why are you showing people this? It was, it was really kind of interesting to see that dynamic. Because you know the producer's like, fuck you, this is my money. This is your art, my money. It, it's like the, uh, it. yeah, he's like the, he's like the this guy fucks guy yeah. in, um, in uh, uh, Silicon Valley. So <laughs> that movie's not out yet. Right, it comes out in 2023, but there's a lot of buzz around it, especially in horror. Understandable circles. from the director's point of view. Yeah, no, the put your fucking phone away. Like I, I hate spoilers. People hate spoilers. It was a little bit of a teaser. Uh, the mask is from a company that I also follow on Insta, uh, Immortal Masks. They do fucking killer, re- super hyper realistic sculpted latex and silicone. Oh, I guess everything's silicone now. Uh, masks. Um, they do you remember? What? You remember that now, fucking? Now here's the real news. What that, do you mean everything's silicone now? Those people don't make shit out of latex anymore. Why not? Uh, well, it's I think more expensive. Lots of people have allergies to fucking it. It's, snowflakes. It's harder to work with. Snowflakes. Silicone is stretchier. It holds better. It's fucking easier to clean. Like you tell me, latex is dumb, dude. All right. <laughs> and so am I. Plus, doesn't it come from like a tree? I'm pretty sure silicone you you make and latex you you need rubber from trees that that sucks too that's probably expensive as fuck i don't know how silicon i don't know i don't know i'm not i'm not a fucking lawyer Look, and i'm not a rubber bot you come to us for answers we got some but we don't have them all we don't have many at all but that's not that blood and honey wasn't supposed to be the news i'm really excited that now you know about blood and honey because that shit's gonna be dope cool um but the team bringing you blood and honey before we even find out if it's a success or not uh, has already started work on Bambi, which is all we know about this one is it's going to be a revenge feature. Hmm. Bambi, sounds, sounds silly. Bambi's real mad about his mom. Sounds silly. Getting yeah. murdered. Uh, the, uh, dude, I, so I have, I have, you know how I told you I love the devil now? Yeah. Like this, this year for me and, and the devil have mm-hmm. really come together uh so part of me loving the devil more recently getting into the metal scene getting old and gray uh i've i'm on this weird uh horror junk right now like it started before halloween i wanted to do a 30 for 30 or 31 for 31 with scary movies but i knew i wasn't gonna that that's that's ambitious it is ambitious so i started halfway through september i was like i'll just watch some scary movies in september and i'll make sure i get 31 movies in before uh Halloween. I did. I got pretty close. I, 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 you know, I am not a scary movie guy. This Halloween with, with Ainey and stuff, it was like let's, let's dip our toes in the spooky. Let's have fun with this. So yeah. I actually, um, did the thing that makes me actually appreciate scary movies, which is that I start smoking weed again. Yeah. Um, and uh, I watched. I watched. Real quick, little aside. Werewolf by Midnight? 
Yeah, it's good. You like it? Yeah. Did you watch it? Not yet. No, we. I was supposed to watch it. We were going to talk about that tonight, and I didn't watch it yet. Mm-hmm. It's spooky, yeah? It's campy before it's spooky. That's, that's um, the beauty of some of the horror that I've been watching. It is. It's, it's like Marvel did a grindhouse thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's got uh, Gal Garcia Bernal. Love him. As the main. Um... The chick, I don't know what she's from. Um, it's got you know some people that you've seen in some stuff, but Man I Man Law. You yeah. can't call them chicks anymore. Yes, you can. Sure. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but uh, it. So I, I I was really enjoying it because it it does some atmospheric stuff that's very very. I was able to suspend disbelief because I was real high. Yeah, and yeah. and that's how I used to go to like Mr. Schumacher's uh, uh, theater yeah, arts theater four arts class, class and yeah. like watch those black and white movies and get really really into them. Yeah, you know? and so it was like it's like watching an old movie, but that's where the real suspense of disbelief goes because it doesn't really feel like that. Yeah, there's a few like like tongue in cheek jokes that are like definitely this side of the millennium. Got it. Um. But at a certain point, Ash comes home, and somebody, like, I think, and this should speak to the fucking godless cesspool that is the place she works, somebody dosed her with a uh, edible. Like at work? Yeah, like, unknowingly, like, here's a brownie. Not okay. Not okay. Not okay to do. Um, you cannot fucking dose people. Yeah, and, uh, and, uh, anyway, she comes home, uh, like... You know, like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride finishing her drive home. Yeah. And uh, it's like... Just looking like Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. Like those real quaaludes. Like, I'm higher than I've ever been in my life. What the hell are we watching? Yeah. And and it went uh, from every three minutes her saying, what the hell is this? This is dumb. To, I'm higher than I've ever been in my life. What the hell are we watching? Three minutes later, what the hell is this? This is dumb. So I can't say that uh, I can't say that it was Marvel that didn't stick the landing, or if it was my saboteur uh, stoned as fuck girlfriend. <laughs> but uh, I can't really speak to the ending. All I can say is that I went in uh, having a real good time, and that's 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 uh, that's how most horror movies are. Yeah, we saw. Uh, man, we see, we obviously we've seen so many great fucking scary movies. Uh, here's you a, see Barbarian? Barbarian. Watch that high as shit. I watched that by myself at the theater. Dude, that movie is fucking sick. We, this, that we cannot talk about because Barbarian's one of those movies where it's just not cool to talk about with people who haven't seen Barbarian. It's also Justin Long. Uh, he's, and you know, it's funny because uh, he's a little guy. Also, not, first role that he is not meant to be lovable that he's ever been in, that right. I've seen. Uh, you know, he's a real nice guy in real life, too. Handsome fucking tipper. Him and Wilder Valderrama used to be regulars at the at the South Congress Cafe in Austin. Just a really nice fucking guy. Uh, he learned that from waiting. Probably. Remember that guy left him a hundred bucks and he acted like it was a big deal? Yeah. Hey, he still remembers. Uh, that, that, that movie doesn't hold up because a uh, hundred bucks is not that big of a deal now. It is. Like, hey, go. Are you sure, man? I if hey, no, I figured you might need it more than me, but a hundred dollar tip is a big deal still. It is. It is. It's not everybody gets to work at at fucking. Fa- 
you have a great job, Tim. <laughs> it's not that great. It's not that great. It's a, it's a pretty good fucking gig, bud. Uh, when you live in a world where a $100 tip doesn't hold up, because it's, eh, it's not that big a deal, that's a good gig. If, if your PPA okay. is higher than 20 it's a good gig. PPA is a lot higher than 20 A fucking course it is. PPA that, during lunch is like 45 PPA. That's a good gig. Dinner is 70 Uh Here's a little, any any of my listeners out there uh, working for a restaurant where your PPA is any less than 20 just go get a job at a different restaurant, bud. Like, it, you, wherever you are, it's probably your first job. Move on. Mm-hmm. Get you, there are lots of other restaurants. Move on to Don't the Don't be one. intimidated by the, the, the flashy, shiny restaurant. Just yeah. get, get in there, keep your head down. Yeah. You will make it. Guess what? You will make it. You Even can... if you're not old enough to drink wine, here's the secret to wine. Bullshit. There is no secret to wine. You it's... fucking bullshit. You learn a few things about a few wines. Here's how you say a couple of fancy words. Check this out. Uh, meritage. Guess what? There's no such fucking thing. That's a made-up word, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dark fruit. Uh, yeah. Gravel. Stone fruit. That yeah. just means plums, bud. Plums, fucking prunes, fucking uh, smoky, oaky. Uh, they were picked in May. Uh, we These fucking, grapes. Uh, the, we had a bottle of wine earlier today that was grown in the valley where the sunlight hit the grapes a little bit more. And you know that high sun yields high sugar, which gives it a real jammy front. Uh, it's fucking easy. Guess what that means? It tastes like fruit. You know what this wine tastes like? Grapes. You know what the other wine tastes like? It tastes like fucking grapes. Uh, there are aromas and there are. Flavors. I got no. I got. I got a few dirty looks from uh, from a manager uh, when we were doing a wine tasting and uh, with a, with a rep, and they were like, "What do you What do you get when you uh, uh, when you taste this?" And I slurped it around a little bit, and I was like, "Mmm, grapes." Yeah. Fuck you, because guess what? You why wouldn't you taste grapes? The only the only like wine rep showing up and giving us a class uh, class that I ever found interesting at all, because every, everybody else is just plugging their shit. Yeah, this one she was not representing any wine specifically. She used our own by the glass wine. Yeah, and then she had they a, bring people like that in to teach you how to sell. Well, so if you can was, sell any wine, you can sell. This theirs. was a science of fats and. And citrus and interactions with yeah. different wines, and she had like this whole scale of like, this is what you pair with this, and this is how this interacts with this, and you can pair this with this. And she talks about the cabin slab, how you get a fucking fatty ribeye. Nothing's yeah. gonna go better with it than a cab. Yeah, we took like basically threw salt in our mouths and used a pinot and. Um, and squirted some lemon juice in our mouth, used the same Pinot, spread some cream cheese on our tongue, used the yeah. same Pinot, and watched how it reacted differently. Yeah. It was incredible. Incredible. Uh, and that was like, th- I was that was when I was like, I could fucking do this. Yeah. No, it, seriously, you want to know, know the real secret to learning wine? Before you fucking do anything, before you get into your aromas or your 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 fucking viscosity. All what soap, are you going to eat? By the way, viscosity doesn't isn't going to fucking tell you anything. The first thing you got to do when you're tasting wine is you need to take a sip of wine because above all, it's still fucking booze and you need to wake your mouth up to some hooch. You got to get the blood going because the first thing you're going to taste with anything you ever drink is, oh, that's liquor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but anyway, this isn't the Epcot Wine and Food Festival. Oh, fuck. But uh, I do have a Epcot story, though. Uh, but yeah, let's 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 dig into some more news stories. I've got a segment I want to introduce to you in a little bit, but bring on... Well, uh, so, okay, you sent me something Epcot. about Wild Man of Epcot, 
And I didn't know what you were talking about, so I looked that up, and I don't think I found what you were talking about. But I did find... Tell me the story that you found. Okay, uh, this story comes from um, <laughs> uh, Cinema Blend, uh, and a, t- a headline... Only the highest of, of journalistic integrity at Cinema Blend. Uh, hold on a second. Did the USA Today fact check your shit? No. Uh, latest drunk person incident at Epcot involves high fives, the Skyliner gondolas, and even a shirtless moment. <laughs> um, apparently this happens kind of often. Uh, this guy, a uh, man by the name of Chase Holderby, apparently took on a challenge to chug two beers in 30 seconds at Epcot, succeeded in his quest. Um, his happily ever after started out nice enough as high fives and handshakes ensued with other park goers. Woo! Um, he started in Mexico and got to Morocco before his tour was ended. Um, they, uh, they ended up shutting down Skyliner operations to get him on his own, uh, uh, private Skyliner and get him the fuck out of there. Very good. (laughs) Uh, so Chase Holder, sounds like it wasn't too bad, uh, but they did reference a, um, uh, a situation, uh, where Walt Disney World guest faces criminal charges and lifetime ban after drunken conflict at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she um, uh, went up to a cab and was like, you got a cigarette? Yeah. And, uh, and the guy said no. And she said, give me a cigarette. And he's like, uh, uh, I don't smoke. And then she slapped him. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then the cops show up. And uh, there, she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm drunk, but I'll go to jail, but not until I get a fucking cigarette." <laughs> and uh, and I, I don't know. She she walloped on a couple of people. She's Ellen McMillan, uh, home state. Can you guess it? Florida. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's a native. Yeah, uh, uh, she's no longer allowed inside uh, the most magical place on the on earth. <sighs> you can't. They, they'll keep they'll keep you out, and they'll they will know. That it's you. And she was a, like, ten-time-a-year attendee. Yeah. Not so that's a lot. That's money they're saying that's, no to. Yeah, well, you know, there's plenty of other people fucking waiting to spend their money. Uh, not enough. For you gotta my, play nice. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, so, so says Tim Q. Turkey, you, you gotta play nice. Have you, have you ever, have you ever been to Epcot? Yeah. Have you been to Epcot as a drinking-aged adult? No. Uh, so the beautiful thing about Epcot is you can literally drink around the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I succeeded once. I puked in the flower bed outside Spaceship Earth on the way out. <laughs> is, it, is that the one that Cor- Corey Matthews puked in? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so you do. You can. You start in. Me- you can either start in Mexico or start in Canada. But who's going to start? Hey, in fucking you know Mexico? what? I want to come. Come down a little bit from Mexico, come up a little bit from Canada, meet you somewhere in the Midwest, and puke together. Okay. I, I'll start walking your way, and you start walking mine. Home. <laughs> we'll where be- I call home. <laughs> home is where I puke on my lord. So they give you, when you when you go, you can get a fucking passport to get stamps in each, uh, in each place. So we started in Mexico with a shot of tequila and a margarita, but we're drinking our margaritas, and we're all like, all right, let's ride. Are the, the- margaritas, are, are they, is it like London bullshit, like, these suck? No. No, it's yeah. a fucking... Booze ass. Yeah, like, first we had big old shots of El Milagro, chilled and fucking dressed, and then they handshake one of, like, 40 different 
incredible margaritas with a huge selection of tequila, but they won't let you take your margarita on the Saludos Amigos ride in Mexico. We didn't know that, but it was really for the best because we had one goal and only four hours to accomplish it. Drink around the world. Uh, so we start drinking around the world, and we start in Mexico. We skip the Saludos Amigos ride, and then I realize, hey, guys, if we don't fucking keep our eyes on the prize, we are not going to accomplish this. So I had to keep doing the math to let everybody know exactly how long we can stay in each nation. Who's everybody? It was me, Morgan, uh, my sister-in-law, Stephanie, and her ex-husband, Lenny. Uh we had a great fucking time drinking around the world. Uh, you, you said drinking around the world just makes you think of Russell Crowe. Fighting around the world. <laughs> I'm fighting, fighting around the world. Ooh, the lie, Tugger. Yeah. Fuck, dude. And so, like, you're you're dealing with these drunk people, so you have to adjust your timing in every nation. And we get to the end. Because in America, like, in Japan, you drink, like, uh, fucking... There's no bugs in that. Uh, yeah, you're fine. It's Malort. Uh, in Japan, they've got, like, beer with, like, this weird frozen foam on top. It's just a really cold beer with, like, beer foam flavored ice on top of it. it sounds like some Meow Wolf shit. It was fucking weird. So we did it. We, any, every... Side, side note, tip for Meow Wolf, don't go to the bar. It's expensive. Go to the bar. Just, just do drugs. We, so we, we went to Meow Wolf without the bar the first day, found out there was a bar we didn't find... <laughs> And just went back the next day to just do the bar. And then, like, after the bar, we were like, let's spend a little bit of an hour looking if there's any shit we didn't find yesterday. And then get out of here before it gets The crowded. Vegas one. Yeah. Yeah. It was neat. I'm going gonna, gonna to go back when I go to Sick New World. Super neat. Happy Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you get towards... Uh, you get towards America, and you'll meet other people also drinking around the world. Wait, you start in Mexico, and, and the end is America? No, you, the end is actually Canada. Because uh, the last beer we drank was a La Fin du Monde. Uh, so we're running out of fucking time. But and you made it. Well, when the fireworks start, last call, baby. Um, what time did fireworks start? I don't know. I don't remember. I Just before last call. Mm-hmm. But I did know that if we didn't hurry, we weren't going to make it. And I was stuck in line in London. Right? So Stephanie's already tapped out. Lenny's already tapped out. But Morgan and I are going to fucking drink around the world. Uh, and so I'm in line for beers at the London pub and I'm like, Morgan, you got to go to Canada without me. We're not going to fucking make it. So I get, I get two big ass, like warm British beers and I'm like, are they actually warm? They weren't cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they're like, they pull them from the British style <laughs> taps. So they're all like flat too. That sounds fucking gross. Drinking dude. in England is stupid. I'm sorry. You fucking weird teeth-having motherfuckers, but the way you drink beer is dumb. You have to drink all day. You have to drink it in giant glasses. I've talked to a lot of people about your allegations about drinking in London, and nobody can corroborate what you've said. They're, they're be, you might have been in the wrong fucking neighborhood, but... No, bud. Like, it, their beer is all 4% or less. This is 4%. And Well, yeah, mm, but... Good thing. Well, yeah, no, but it's... I can fucking... Take it's ranch water. I can take her down nice and easy. I don't feel it in my gut, but I've got fucking foamy, like warm foamy bread that I have to drink a pint of. And you just you get one beer in, and you're like, fuck. And so you're like, you know what? Let's just switch to liquor. And you're like, give me some, give me, give me a gin and tonic. What if, what if, what if you're just like, did they not do shots? You not really. You can get shots. Some places straight up don't. But like, it's just not how people drink. 
They drink wine, they drink gin, and they drink fucking warm bread beer. They do cold beer now. Like, your, your best bet, like, every now and then you'll find a bar that carries an IPA from America, and it'll be, like, 7%, and they have to warn you when you get it. Yeah, I gotta give you a little disclaimer about this opadillo. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put my dick in it. Plus, it's very strong. Uh, so, anyway, where I'm running from London. I've got my fucking beers in my hands, uh, and Morgan is just getting to the Canada line. Uh, and as we get into the Canada line, a lady like swoops in and puts a fucking it's rope that Franklin sign behind my back. Oh, you're the last woman standing. We're the last woman standing, and we each got a can of uh, La Fin du Monde, which is fucking delicious, but also like thirteen percent. Sounds like the person behind you was uh... a fucked turkey. That's right. I just showed uh, uh, I just showed Diffie a pic of a man fucking an uncooked turkey. I'm just I'm really upset that you have that. It was very easy to get once I came up with the idea. <laughs> well, it wasn't it? Clearly, wasn't you that came up with the idea? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's clearly not my dick. Oh boy. Anyway, uh, yeah, Wild Man at Epcot. All right, you ready for a brand new segment? Yes. Oh, I have a segment that I was going to show you. I'm calling this disinformation. Okay. All right, so the idea here, I'm going to read you two headlines. One's bullshit, one's real. I hope you've uh, I hope you've planned this out well because I I, I feel like I'm good at smelling through bullshit. Okay. This All is right. like this is like a this is like an R slash not the onion kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, it's a small world doll coming to Navi River Journey. They're going to add a little blue It's a Small World doll to the River Journey as an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, let me pull up the other one out of hand. Okay, so, It's a Small World doll being added to Navi River Journey or dolls in wheelchairs being added to It's a Small World, which is bullshit. Uh, the second one. The, uh... Dolls in wheelchairs. Dolls in wheelchairs? I feel that's... like that's a bullshit one. All right, well, let's find out if you are right. They love their Easter eggs, Disney. I feel like, logically, it makes sense for the second one, which is why I'm not trusting my gut. Actually, I am trusting my gut. That's the only thing I'm trusting. Sorry. Why is this taking you so long? Because the things I had, I wanted to pull up the actual article. Fine, fuck it. Uh, you're wrong. The answer is you're wrong. They're not adding... I almost I almost asked if I could change my answer. Yeah, they're not adding a Navi doll, but they are adding... They will be adding uh, multiple... Wheelchair-bound... Inclusive dolls. The, <laughs> the, it's a small world ride. Yeah. Uh, that was fun. That was fun. All right, let's do one more. Let's, let's do another. Yeah. Let's do one more. All right. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. That was stupid. <laughs> that was a uh, that was just a I little... felt like you were uh, I felt like you were um, acting like you were pulling up a real article the second time like putting on a show of it and so oh. I, my my distrust of you <laughs> blinded me to what okay. made sense all right all right all right okay you ready did a guest recently pose as a government agent 
and demand a refund for his son, or were six people recently hospitalized after a fight over a popcorn bucket? Mm, I'm definitely going with the first. The guy tried to get the refund posing as a government agent. Is the fake story? No, that's the, the, real the, the real story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tim, you are absolutely fucking correct. Yeah, nobody... That's like some... That's some, like, 80s Simpson shit. So, let's... Uh, well, no, so they... Uh, the fights... Fights are a frequent occurrence at the park. Uh, <laughs> These but, people are fucking morons. Uh, Keep your shit together, people. So a, God damn it. A guest posing as a government agent attempted to get a refund for park admission by claiming that they were on a secret mission. Uh, the man claimed that his son, who was with him at Disney's Hollywood Studios, was there to help with the secret project. So what is Disney's Hollywood Studios? What What am I... This is the California one. No, 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 no. So, at, at the Magic Kingdom, uh, well, at, at Disney World mm-hmm. in Florida, uh, you've got the Magic Kingdom, which is the big, classic Disney World park, right? Yeah, that's like the Disneyland. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's where you've got your... Yeah, your Main Street USA, your offshoots, your Haunted Mansions. Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Disney Hollywood Studios is off to the left a little bit. It's its own park. Then you also have Animal Kingdom uh, and Blizzard Beach. Wait, wait, wait. Those are in... Blizzard Beach is in Florida. Animal Kingdom is... Animal Kingdom's in the in the California one, right? No, Animal Kingdom's in Florida. I've I went never, to Animal. I've Kingdom. never been yeah. to Animal Kingdom. I did go to Hollywood Studios. So Hollywood Animal St- Kingdom's kind of like the San Diego Zoo. Hollywood Studios is where Tower of Terror was, but now I thought that was Guardians M- what, of the Galaxy. What, what, what's MGM? Uh, it was that. Okay, it was MGM. It was MGM, okay, and okay. then it was Disney Hollywood Studios. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's where the, uh, the so because like super kick ass Muppets ride is. It's it it feels. It's the park that feels a lot like Universal at Disney. Okay, yeah. So Universal better to go to than MGM. I I like I like Universal and uh, Hollywood Studios uh, the same, but Universal has Universal is a better park than, mm-hmm. than MGM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For so sure. we did. Yeah, we did Magic Kingdom and we did Epcot and we decided to do at my insistence. I yeah. believe we did Universal instead of MGM. <laughs> Great choice. Yeah, and we did the Jaws thing, and I was fucking terrified until Jaws came out of the water, and I was like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Did you do the Jurassic Park ride? It wasn't there then. Uh, what about the, what, was the Back to the Future ride there when you went? No. My whole life I wanted to watch the, or go on the Back to the Future ride, and I never fucking got to it, and it doesn't exist. All anymore. I really remember was, all I really remember is Jaws, and I think getting a caricature <laughs> See, I think back then you maybe should have gone to MGM, bud. It's dead now. It's the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy liftoff or whatever the fuck. Oh, the backwards ride? Yeah. So, we're talking now um, about uh, going to these parks, uh, which is becoming, I think, more and more of a pipe dream. Um, for, for people like us. Yeah. Um, because, uh, so I have this article here, um, from Kotaku, um, or it might be a Kotaku affiliate 
and um, I, I knew I knew Disney was expensive. In fact, when we started this podcast, I was like, um, you know, we gotta we gotta do a thing where we take our kids to our kids to Disney, right? And you were like, oh, we gotta wait till they're like at least eight, and I was like, that's fucking bullshit. And I think you're right at this point um, because you don't want to throw that much money at an experience just for your little fucking shitterlings shitterlings to run out of steam yeah halfway through no no, the day. no 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 you like honestly eight might even still be pushing it you if you're gonna fucking this is a 10 grand trip yeah but there's 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 magic and like suspense of disbelief that can only happen when you're about five or six no like so like when i went there and i was seven i knew that that tigger wasn't Tigger, Tigger, but like I kind of he made yeah that. See, here's the is thing: that, as, is is that him? I don't know. Like as someone, as a as a full grown fucking man and a and a professed non Disney World adult, because uh, I follow a lot of them now, and I'm not that. Um, I'm hoping one day that some of our listeners are, but I'm personally not. But. As someone who didn't get to go to Disney World, I know until he that was I have gotten old, some uh, some Disney people to listen to our show and then turn it right the fuck off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, there, we're not for everybody. We're not for anybody. Uh, you know, it's not Tigger, but the sense of the the sense of magic and ability to suspend disbelief comes back because a place you have only experienced places like Six Flags. Uh, where it's just an amusement park, but Disney does such a good job of transporting you to a whole new fucking place uh, that that magic comes back. But they they have been working very hard to fuck all of that up. Uh, And your kid's going to run out of... They need to be able to walk on their own two feet for minimum 10 hours. Uh, They need to have comfortable fucking shoes. They need to be well-rested and well-fed, and you have to understand that at least one day of your trip, you might get fucking mad about it, but you're going to have to spend it in the hotel room resting up for you to have any fun at on the rest of your fucking trip. So anything anything younger than eight, they're not going to remember it, and they're going to have a bad time. But I remember, I remember fucking being there having, as a 26-year-old, having the most incredible time of my life and watching people with... Six-year-olds, eight-year-olds, 12-year-olds who were just fucking miserable and making the lives of those around them fucking miserable, just screaming and crying and tired of waiting in line and having to pee. And kids, for some reason, are really... Like, I was the same fucking way, but, like, it's really important to an eight-year-old to wear the outfit that they like and they think they look good in. But guess what, dummy? Your fucking feet hurt and you're chafed as all hell, because you wanted to go on the fucking water ride and your cute jean shorts are starting to hurt your gooch. Uh, But if I'm going to spend $10,000, I'm going to take a human that's fucking ready for it and I'm going to be practiced, fucking exercised. If we're taking our kids to Disney for six months before that, we're taking our kids on hikes. We are getting our kids ready to walk in the hot, hot sun. Uh, and then we are going to take our kids to do things that are really exciting. But before we do them, we're going to stand around and just look at each other quietly for an hour and a fucking half to s- prepare to, to stand s- in line, simulate standing in line. Um, have you ever like Kalahari is the best 
thing that I've ever done in my entire life. Because there as were no far lines. As, no lines. So let's, water parks. No lines. No lines. Uh, let's talk a little bit about lines and fast pass. Speaking and of lines, genie plus. Can I uh, bust out this? Uh, little bit of a Christmas spirit for you, since we're just on the other side of Thanksgiving. We're going to do some cocaine? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Nah, fuck it. Let's just do some alert. Okay. <laughs> cocaine. You know what business we're in? I haven't done cocaine in 20 years. Wish I could say the same, my friend. Comes up every now and then. You know it doesn't come up when you're on... Here, here's the thing about cocaine. Here's why cocaine is the world's dumbest fucking drug. So cocaine... Makes chicks want to fuck. Makes you not able to fuck the chicks that makes, are wanting to it fuck. It makes you hornier than you've ever been. And those around you are hornier than they've ever been. And your dick wouldn't get hard if you paid it to. It's not completely true. You're not going to have any fun with it. Not completely true. You, you, this might be the only opportunity you're going to get to have to use your dick on that particular person that is also on cocaine. Who cares? Not fun. That's not fun. Fine. No. If it's I, fine. If I have to concentrate on keeping my dick hard, then what What good is having somebody who I'm, I'll never get to... It's the only time... All right, I'll do some cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cheers to that. So you want to hear about um, what? It, so by the time we take our kids to um, to Disney World, assuming that we're on track with this, it'll be twenty twenty five going into twenty twenty six. Probably yeah. summer of twenty twenty six. They're both. They're like. She's about to turn eight. I'm eight. Yeah. All right, but 2022, all right, um, this article from Kotaku says, what was once a desirable, affordable vacation for some American middle-class families has devolved into something prohibitively expensive and stressful. Um, every aspect of the Disney experience must be premeditated and scheduled to maximize its declining worth, but despite the backlash, the problem isn't getting better. Um, okay, so... Um, on October 12th, they raised their single day ticket rate by 9%. Um, so until October 11th, a single ticket on a peak day costs $164. Which is already fucking insane. And that's a one park ticket, right? That's not a park hopper. That's not an right, early that's not access. A hopper, early, right. That's a, nope, nope, that nope. is a, that is, you come in that at is the park base opening GA, and GA as yeah, GA gets. That is and they fucking slap you in the face on the way and they're like, F you you peasant with your regular full day admission to one park. Yeah. You cheap fuck. Yeah, it's it's almost like the principal being like, okay, go back down the hallway and, and walk. Yeah. You know? Uh, but now that's $179. Motherfucker. Uh, a child ticket slightly less at $169. Um, but um, you're paying, uh, and unless your child is uh, is less than nine years old, you're paying full price. Um, off-peak times, um, are non-holiday weekends, uh, the off-peak times, also on, on non-holiday weekends, uh, most kids are in school. Right. Uh, ticket to SeaWorld, 85 bucks. Which is still too fucking much. Peak ticket to Universal Studios Hollywood, 134 bucks. Um, so, this says, let's say you're a Disney family of four. Two adults and two kids. Assuming both kids are three to nine, two children at one sixty nine each is three thirty eight. Combine that with two adults, three fifty eight, and the cost is six ninety six before tax for a single day. And this may be the cheapest part of the experience, depending on where you're traveling from, where you're staying, and for how long. 
That's one day. One day, one park. $700 to get into the park. Mm-hmm. No hotel, no transportation, no monorail, no food, no popcorn bucket, no hat, no fucking balloon with Mickey inside it, no fucking meet and greets, no bibbidi-bobbidi boutique. That's 800 bucks all on its fucking own. Now, so, I mean... And I, I think that I, I think that maybe, um, a, especially after this Mickey Mouse documentary thing, I think that once, I, I think that once you're settled in 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 Lubbock, I think we really need to do the Disneyland episode. It's time because um, I mean I'm finding out all kinds of things about the the tunnels and the Imagineers, and the, um, they're called fucking Utilidors, Tim. Get it right or pay the price. Um. Astronaut. I mean, they made it to where astronauts in Tomorrowland would never have to walk through Frontierland. Like, that's the shit I was talking about. Where like that ability to suspend disbelief. Like it, it is. It is kind of gone down the shitter, while prices soar. Um, to be far. So this article refers to, um, with in capital with a capital M, the magic. Right. And that. Um, is so one thing to take into consideration is the time in which this article was written. The person who was in charge making some of these decisions at that time, and the fact that we just came off of coronavirus. Um, magic costs money. Uh, that's that's just the the sad thing about magic. Um, with coronavirus, uh, you're looking at half of the staff either being brand new, like brand new to your to your park, uh, or uh, just the B the B club. You've got a you've got a B crew to start with. Um, half of that involves your maintenance team, your fucking your uh, your cleanliness team, your fucking uh, uh, fucking, what's the name of somebody who you're, you're, you're botanists, you're fucking gardeners. You're, uh, yeah, yeah. No, what's uh, what's uh, what's the what's a botany team called? Landscaping team. Okay, gardeners is fine. Um, all of those people are fucking like the crew members are on edge. The guests are worse than they've ever been. The place is crowded and hot and full of coronavirus, and like just humans gathering with each other sucks so much more than it ever did because we as a species have started to just dislike half of the other humans around us just off of political values or uh appearance or all the we if you ain't if you ain't with us you against us is a pretty common feeling for so many people now. So just the whole experience is doomed to be less magical than it was from the start. You add on top of that a CEO who's cutting all of the wrong fucking corners and raising all of the wrong fucking prices and you want to fucking you want to trim your bottom line and you're going to fucking fire the imagineers and move them off fucking off the grounds into some fucking bunker in a different part of Florida and all of the 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 other piece of this is 
the marketing decisions that have come with the Fox acquisition and the Marvel acquisition and all of those things, like how much fucking money did Pandora World cost? You know? Yeah, I mean, and those were those were Iger acquisitions. Cool. Yeah, and so, like, those acquisitions have created really interesting experiences, but the thing that I think Iger got wrong there was the longevity and the draw. Like, Star Wars makes perfect fucking sense. People will always be excited. Yeah, I mean, that has, its, Star own, Wars. That has its own capital and magic. But the, the Star Wars... I think you could have left that other shit out of the fucking The Star park. Wars fan base started with boomers, right? And so when they love something, they'll hold on to it till they're dead and they'll share it with their kids. The Marvel fan base was a much younger fan base. It's a fan base that has a really short attention span and they're unforgiving. And to be perfectly honest, they're getting really sick and tired of Marvel's bullshit. So you still have those those core hangers on and there's millions of them and they're still spending money, clearly. But I don't think that cow is going to be laying golden eggs for much longer. Yeah, I mean, Marvel, Marvel's got to reinvent. Marvel, Mar- Marvel's got to pivot because they're, I mean, Marvel is more than Marvel's inception is not Iron Man. Right. Marvel's been around longer than Star Wars. So have you played Marvel Snap? No, it looks fun though. It's great. I've been it's playing great. a lot of Vampire Survivor. Vampire Survivor is fucking great. Now I, I I wanted to ask Chris, tell me what is your favorite part of Haunted Mansion? Okay, that's what I thought. This reporter reports: When I visited Disneyland this past February and rode the Haunted Mansion, I was surprised to see that the climactic hitchhiking ghosts effect, in which the Pepper's ghost illusion is projected onto your reflection, was missing entirely. That'll happen sometimes. The hitchhiking ghosts are the most iconic part of the attraction. Their likenesses are on every piece of Haunted Man-related merchandise. But when I asked a cast member the following day if the effect was still broken, she confirmed that it was. She had also no estimation or knowledge of when or if it would be fixed. It's fixed. When I got back home, I posted about it on Reddit and learned that the effect had been broken for months. Fairly unprecedented, not because it was broke... But because Disney allowed such an iconic aspect of their park to stay that way without repairing it overnight or over a series of nights. It's not a dead light bulb or an animatronic that doesn't move his arm. This is the visual centerpiece on one of their most famous attractions. Broken for months. $700 for your family of four. I, I blame Chappick on that shit. That's, that's cutting corners in the wrong fucking places. In late 2020, Disney laid off 32,000 park employees due to pandemic-related budget cuts. By 2021, June, only half of those employees had returned. There you go. I, I told you that before we even got to the end of the article. Exactly. That shit's fucking tough. So, it's tough for everyone. If fucking Burger King can't somewhere along find the way, Disney teenagers to never made the decision to go back. Made the decision to never go back to full capacity. But they did maximize the amount of money each guest spends. And now we talk about the Fast Pass. Fast Pass! Okay. Genie Plus, you mean? Right. Okay. So, and and just for the listener, I'm basically quoting from this article. um, Like, a lot of times word for word. So, 
this is not my innovation here. Um, decades ago, Disney realized that whenever guests were waiting in line, they were not buying food or souvenirs. So in 1999, they invented a reservation system called FastPass. Here's how it worked. Let's say it's 11 a.m. and you want to go on Space Mountain. You could wait on the standby line, which was an hour long wait or more. Or you could swipe your entry ticket at the FastPass kiosk outside the attraction and receive a time to come back, say any time from 12.15 to 1.15. Then you could have lunch on a different ride, and when you come back at 1, you could skip the standby line and go on the ride almost immediately via the FastPass line. This was for 20 years a mutually beneficial innovation for both Disney and its guests. And as, and as such, it was available to every Disney guest who bought a ticket. Your dad just texted me happy Thanksgiving for no extra charge. Uh, Disney innovated the service further with FastPass Plus, which allowed guests to make their reservations months in advance. But in 2021, Disney ended the FastPass system and replaced it with a tiered pay system. Fuckers. Here's how it works now. You download Disney's new app, My Disney Experience, on your phone. It includes Genie, an itinerary planner that calculates ride wait times and creates an itinerary based on your interests. It's free, and by itself it is useless, aside from allowing you to see wait times in a single place. By downloading My Disney Experience also gives you the option to buy Genie Plus. This gives you access to the Lightning Lane, a digital queue for the popular rides that functions much like the original FastPass system, only now you're paying an additional flat rate per person per day for the privilege. Original rate was $20. On October 11th, 2022, it went up to $25. And October 22nd, 2022, 11 days later, it went up to $30. $30. So one individual in your party. For Genie Plus. Visiting Disneyland for three days would pay $90 in addition to their gate ticket. And every other person in your party would have to pay the same. That's not the end of it. There are some attractions, the newest, most popular attractions like those at Galaxy's Edge, they're not included under Genie Plus. If you want to use the Lightning Lane on these individual rides, you have to pay an additional fee per ride per person. This is a la carte. Price can vary. A single Lightning Lane pass for Rise of the Resistance, the new Star Wars ride in Disneyland, is $25 per person. Family of four will pay $100 for a single ride through. And thousands of people will pay it. Mm-hmm. Only way to get ripped off, this reporter says, is not to go. <laughs> you want Genie Plus? Okay, here we go. This is a little bit of a, a song. Park Hopper. Park Hopper Pass. Park Hopper option, $60 per person, regardless of the number of days you're visiting. Um, if you're the aforementioned family of four that's staying for three days, you're up to $16.40 if you want Genie Plus for all three days. For all four family members, that's $360. Now you're up to two grand. The last, Lastly, the individual lightning lanes can range anywhere from $7 to $25 and can vary depending on guest demand. Let's throw in $50 <coughs> per person for that. Total charge to go to Disneyland for three days and spend more time having fun instead of waiting on standby lines is $2,200 before tax, before airfare, hotel, food, parking, and souvenirs. In 2019, the same three-day trip on peak days would have cost approximately $1,000 less. Yeah, $1,000 less. <coughs> and I think that we can move on before because the, the next thing is getting into our next... Um, our next uh, centerpiece. Bob fucking Cratchit. The Bob Chappick factor. So, 
I read my Kotaku article. You want to? Um, you did. You read us the Kotaku. Who was the? The oh yeah, the credit, credit where credits credit, due. Who credit wrote where that credits shit? due. Um, that was very well written by Kevin Wong. Thank you for your research, Kevin Wong. Really appreciate mm-hmm. the hard work. Hey, at least you got to go to Disneyland. I think he got something wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't. I think he. I think he did a great job. Man law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man law. Don't don't fucking don't do that. Don't dunk on your homies. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chappix out, Iger's back. Uh, not only is Iger back, but we may or may not in the next two years see Disney sold to Tim Cook and Apple. (coughs) Really? Is this the great big hooray that I feel like it is, or is this just more of the same? I think this is... You talking about bringing Iger back? Bringing Iger, Chappick had to fucking go. Like I think we can all agree. Now you know Iger appointed Chappick, hand selected. Yeah, yeah, they were buddies. Listen, man, like <coughs> I think you're fucking great and all, um, but I'm not gonna make you the CEO of my restaurant, right? Why I, not? Huh? Why not? You know, there's lots of reasons, probably, bud. Like, we don't have to get into it right now. <laughs> <laughs> like my first Thanksgiving joke? <laughs> it might have been... Just let me see the photo albums in on, in your on your uh, phone. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> I'm going to share the worst of that with you. Yeah, no, I know. That's uh, ha- Knowing that is why I, I could never make you uh, the CEO. I think that Chappick was one of... I, I think... All right. Here's how I see... Bobby Iger. Um, we're on first name basis now. I get to call him Bobby. Um, I think he was an incredible leader. I think he was the best hope to continue Walt's vision. I think he was looking to keep as much of the magic as was possible in the weird time that he took over. Well, he took over after Eisner, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. So it was it was Roy and then Eisner? I think so. And and then Iger. Okay. Yes. Um and so I th- I like I already said I think that when it came to really big game time decisions, ac- acquisitions um the bigger future of the business, I think that's where he made poor mistakes. When it came to the parks and the channel, um, he made mostly good decisions. Also, he's way better people person than Chappick. A hundred percent. And you, the you, talent likes Iger. The face of Disney has to be a good man. A likable man. Like, for this magic to work, it has to be someone who personifies the American dream and good old-fashioned Midwestern family values and 
friendliness and fun. They they have to feel a bit like Walt himself. Chappic was not that. Iger was. And like the movies that Disney made, the the I mean like Frozen was a fucking the put the killer in vanilla dude brought Disney back. Um Moana and Brave and Rapunzel, those were fucking those were good. Like those were good stories, made well. You're putting money in the right place. This feels like Disney. You're putting a ton of money. You're giving a ton of money to the Imagineers. You're giving a ton of money to the parks. You are expanding technologies and expanding ideas, and also um, collecting, like sucking up all these other companies that make sense for things down the line, like Disney Plus. Like thank God they have Fox to start to fill in as this thing gets bigger and more expensive. They put in an itchy and scratchy land, right? What? Didn't they put in an itchy and scratchy land? That's at Universal. So the the Simpsons and Spider-Man are both those are those are difficult gray areas because of Sony. Okay. Um is it Sony? Well, Sony definitely Spider Man, but I don't know about I don't know about Simpsons. Twentieth, not twentieth century Fox. Um, there's somebody else there. Before Fox was with Disney, they there's were somebody in- else here, and it's a bunch of piss in my bladder that I have to shoot out of my dick. Oh, I have to poop so bad, but we're almost you have done. To poop? Yeah, we're almost there. We're almost there. You can make it. Ten okay. minutes. All right. You can make ten minutes. I can make ten minutes. Yeah. Don't lose steam. Rod is open, but um, so. Like, he made some fucking killer decisions. I think part part of that included putting a lot of faith in things that I wouldn't have put the same faith in. I don't... I'm, I, I'm not a fan of Avatar. I don't... I, I can see how the Pandora world makes sense in terms of look at what we can do. Look at fucking we created what's it called unobtainium and the fucking floating mountains and all of those things. Those are great way to show off what great ways to show off what the Imagineers are capable of. I, I always thought three D movies just, were fucking stupid. It's just not an IP I, that I, makes I, any fucking sense to me. I don't get it. I wasn't stoned enough. I refuse to believe that Avatar Two is going to turn a profit. I, no, no, it won't turn a profit. It needs it, five billion dollars to make a profit. Billion dollars. I think it's going to get maybe seven hundred million. Yeah, I mean, is it going to be on streaming day one? No, of course okay. not. No. So, I mean that that was another thing that Chappick got. It's not going to drive for. people back to the fucking theater. Uh, Chappick got criticized for letting Luca and I can't remember what the second one was, but um, and turning red, all streaming day one, Lightyear. Too. Yeah. Um, and none of them garnered that much attention. Even fucking Lightyear, which had, like, the legacy of, of Toy Story. I didn't see it. I think it was a miss. I, I, I Did you see it? No, and I couldn't. You didn't see it. It was free. It's right on, there. We can watch it right now. Still haven't fucking seen it. Because um, I, I never wanted it in the first place. It's not a movie I wanted. I don't even want Toy Story 5, to be honest. I feel like they've wrapped it up. I'll watch it. They wrapped it up before four. They wrapped it up in three. Here's where I think it should have ended. In th- I like I like I like four. I like the ending in four. I love yeah. I love the ending in four. Four is great. I'm glad they did it. I just I didn't. Need I don't it. need to see Woody on his adventures being a lost toy or a, yeah. a cuck to Bo Peep. 
How would he be a cuck? I'm, I'm just He's fucking her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Welcome back to Disney News <laughs> And we're back from our break. Did everything come out okay? Of my... My pee-pee? That's... I don't... Uh... So for a long time when I was a little kid, uh... My grandpa would tell this joke. We There was this uh, sanitarium that we would drive by. Uh... Sanitarium! When I went and saw uh, Primus... Uh, Claypool greeted the crowd and went, San Antonio! Cool. Leave me be! Sick. Go on. Uh, well, so he, for years he would tell this joke and I just didn't get it. And he always said, uh, you know, when the orderlies have to help the crazies go to the bathroom, they always say, you want a peanut? And I, I, for years, years and years, I would giggle, but I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Yeah, but it's funny. It's a good joke. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why that uh, really sticks in there. But bum ba dum ba, Chappick's out. Eager's back. Chappick was a poor decision made by Eager. I think the Apple sale would be super interesting. I'd be interested to see what someone like Tim Cook Where do you where do you, where, where do you get that do, information that that, that 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 Apple might buy? It's just it it hit the it hit the rumor mill about three days ago and Disney won't comment. But they also It would be stupid as fuck to comment on something like that. Of course. They're not gonna they so they're not also they're also not saying no, that's silly. We would never think of such a thing. Which is why people are like, oh, he didn't say no. Yeah, are you one of those people? I don't know. It would make... So here, here's why it makes I sense. Ha, I, I think they have no idea that what they're doing. I, so Bob Iger and Steve Jobs were really great friends with really similar leadership styles. I mean, they were both the CEOs of the the end-all, be-all companies of the early aughts, right? Like Disney and Apple. So, like, in the 2000s, when you don't know anything about the stock market, you know Disney, Apple, Starbucks, right? Like, Nike. Disney, Apple, Starbucks, Nike. Disney, Apple, Starbucks, Nike. You're going to make money if you own those stocks. And for a while, they're Microsoft. Microsoft still. But Disney, Nike, Apple, uh, Starbucks, those those are the big boys, right? So Steve Jobs and Iger were always friends, and uh, Bob has always spoken very highly of Tim Cook's leadership since Steve Jobs died, as well as his ability to carry on a legacy of magic, which was the same. If task this were a successful businessman, we would was, play uh, "Carry On" by uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I would play Do You Believe in Magic? And then we'd fight about which one was a better joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then probably put in both of them. We would, we're the we'd only keep people both. that are listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, at least if we get a, a copyright slap, we know that the bots heard us. <laughs> um, so I'm, I, I'm, I'm of the idea that I think it's 
feasible. I wouldn't put it as likely, but God damn it, I'll tell you right now, if I had an extra 5,000 bucks lying around, I, I would have used it to buy Disney stock the night they announced Chappix departure. I think the next five years are going to be really big and really interesting. I think we're going to see some of those crazy prices go down. Um, some things will never change, right? I think we will see an increase in labor spending if those prices, those fucking fast pass and genie plus and all those things. And the rest of the prices in America. All those like they claim inflation to see what they can actually get you to pay, but it's never going back. Mm -hmm. Like once they realize, holy fuck, I can get a dollar 50 out of you for a banana. They're never going to charge you a dollar 40. Yeah. You know, they might take it up to two and drop it back to a buck 50, but. No, but like it's like my rent's never going to go down. Yeah, no, 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 no. Your rent's not going down. Um, but we will either see a big announcement where they are restructuring Lightning Lane or Genie Plus. Like they'll they'll use the phrase restructuring without saying we're getting rid of it, but they will either provide more bang for your buck or get away with that system entirely. Um, they will do a better job of listening to the fans. I think the money will still be spent in the right places. Um, and I think they've, they have already said this is a two-year this is a two-year contract and that's all it was ever supposed to be for Iger. We need yeah we need yeah your job you fucked up this is you this gave is, us this, this piece is of like shit. If, he's out this is like next? if some reasonable voices in America were able to be like, okay, this Trump guy, it's not fucking working out. Look, this Obama guy, he's done, but like, can we just bring him back and make everybody feel better for a little bit? Yeah. And then he can figure something else out. Yeah. Like, and everybody's just like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Like, that's what that's like. Okay. Um, they and, stopped the bleeding. Yeah, for they stopped the bleeding for just a little bleeding. bit. Yeah. We'll see what he can do. You did say some things never change, um, and uh, which is to, when we would play. To some quote, things never change. The, well, from. to quote the end of this um, Polygon article, one question remains: Why would Iger go back after retiring in triumph? What's in it for him? One theory is that he wanted wants a chance to correct the one decision he got wrong: his choice of successor. Because remember, he picked Chappic. Handpicked. Handpicked. Another is that Groomed this great his ass deal like maker. And a little girl. Another is that this great deal maker senses one last deal to be made. Netflix even? Or perhaps, unlike the great Disney heroine of his era, he just can't let it go. <laughs> or he just can't wait! To be king. What are what are your thoughts? What what direction do you think he's gonna take us in? Um, I I think that I think that we're gonna see streaming. No, I think we're gonna see streaming kind of pivot. Um, I I think that streaming like the jury's still out on it. And they put a lot of money into Disney Plus, and guess what? I think Disney Plus fucking kicks ass. It does kicks ass. I think. Look, you're coming. This podcast started because Disney Plus came out. Yeah. And we were like, let's just dive into that. Yeah. We're excited about that, and that shit has only gotten better. They throw in old shit, 
they throw in fucking they they have a lot of new shows, a lot of which are really good. If they keep the promise that once it hits the plus, it doesn't come off the plus, um, there have been there have already been some exceptions to that rule. Um, but I will. I don't even. I don't care about that. It's still worth the fucking money. It's clearly worth the money. There's plenty. I don't of know content, how they make. I don't like know how the, Game Pass makes money. I don't know how just fucking the deep dive into the vault. Man, the deep dive into the vault is worth every penny for me. Every fucking penny, every considering fucking what penny. we used to pay yeah. for it in the fucking 90s for yeah. VHSs. Yeah. You're talking about that they were advertising for months that a goddamn aristocrat, Aristocats was going to come out. Yeah. We paid $30 for it. Yeah, they sent me that email that was like, hey, bud, just to let you know, we're going to bump that up to 17 And I was like, that's fine. Deal. Done. I should have been paying you that before. I don't mind. Uh, you know what else I don't mind? The five bucks a month I'm spending on Shutter, it's great. Shutter, that's that's horror movie streaming. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I guess last podcast interviewed that dude. It's a good interview. Like just yeah, oh yeah. You listen to it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, he, he, they're absolutely right. Like that guy specifically is doing it. There's not a ton of content on Shutter. Like it's still pretty limited. It's pretty new. It's not expensive. Um, but the the original content that they've created is good. And they've done a really excellent job of knowing their audience and providing them exactly what they're looking for, for what they can afford to acquire at the moment. The Guar documentaries on Shudder, uh, all of all of their original content is fucking great. I'm just wondering. Uh, they, like, made a, as they made a creep show, should, should TV we, should we show. Take, should we take this off of the, off of the year? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we will be... Are you going to have time to watch this this doc at some point? The Mickey Mouse doc? Yeah. Before tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, I'll wake up before... I'll, I will be awake before you. Okay. Guaranteed. Okay. Like, we, you might be awake before me, but I will be up in, up in Edom first. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch, I'll, I'll watch it again. Yeah, so uh, I, I will be I, watching I'll, it. I'll fucking drink a Be Merry... I'll, I'll be watching okay. it upon. We are gonna we we're gonna be um we're gonna be streaming uh uh rather we're we're going to be uh, covering what the hell is the name of it uh uh the man who fucked a mouse <laughs> it is it is no that's you you're gonna be that's me uh, <laughs> we're gonna have sex um, I think you asked me to fuck your wife oh no I didn't I wasn't talking about you. I just said. I just said that cuck shaming you, is... A, you said it would be hot if I fucked your wife and then we high-fived. That's what you said. Um, we're, we're covering the Mickey Mouse documentary that just came out. Um, and we'll be doing that in the AM. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Gobble, gobble, motherfuckers. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you in the AM, all right? Boy, I just can't wait to be... Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do.